everybody, and welcome to the Doctors of Running Virtual Roundtable, where we, three doctors of physical therapy, discuss the art and the science to the stuff that we're putting on our feet. Today, we are going to be talking about the Saucony Triumph 18, uh, the premium daily trainer uh, that has come out recently, dropped this month in August of 2020. Uh, we all have different colorways that we're sporting off for those of you who are watching on YouTube. For those of you who are listening, I've got kind of the mutant colorway, which I think looks amazing. Um, but anyway, let's run through a couple specs. We have the weight coming in and a little bit heavier. It's a premium daily trainer, 11.1 uh, ounces for a men's size nine and 9.7 ounces for women's size seven. Stack height, um, we're looking at 33 and a half millimeters in the back and 25 and a half millimeters in the front, which puts it at uh, a, what is that? Eight millimeter drop. And it's a neutral shoe. Um, the, the, the Power Run Plus is what makes up the midsole. Um, it's got a little bit of rimming on the sides of the platform. And then it's got a, a relatively stretchy mesh engineered upper with the kind of new technology. Doesn't have any of the ISO fit that wasn't, so not the pre, some of the previous models. Um, this is the second one without the ISO fit. So um, yeah, those are the, the main specs. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. So let's kind of jump in. I think of the three of us, Matt, you're the only one that ran in this Triumph 17, correct? Yes. Why don't we start? Do you want to give us a quick comparison between the kind of what happened with the update? Um, one of the, the major things is they changed the sole, right? So they didn't, they're not using the crystal rubber anymore, which does um, actually, I would have expected that to the, not using it to firm up the right or to, to soften the right a little bit, but actually the, the triumph, 18 actually feels a little firmer and a little bit more stable. And then they definitely opened up the upper a little bit more where I think the 17 was just a hair more snug. Not really. It's still kind of a wider fitting shoe, but this, this toe box is, I love this thing. So a little bit, little bit lighter by a hair, um, a little bit firmer ride despite the loss of the crystal rubber. Um, no less durable. I have to say that um, this is this is Regina's pair. This is my fiance's pair, not mine, because I, my pair is actually in the car right now. As I'm wondering where it is, so I have a wonderful gray pair. But I have close to like 70, 80 miles in my pair with fairly a dent in the outsole. So the crystal rubber, rubber is not a loss, but a little bit more refined fit, a little bit more refined and stable ride are the big changes between the 17 and the 18. But for those wearing the 17, it, it's not a huge change, so you won't be disappointed. It'll be just something slightly different that I don't, I don't think will be disappointing. I think it'll be more like, oh, this is, this is nice. The, uh, the upper two, is it a little bit thinner, like more breathable too, yeah. or not so much? Definitely a little bit more breathable in this version, for sure. Still, still a good, it's, it's breathable. It's, st it's still a 
thicker upper, but it's definitely better and it's got some it's I really like it. It's it's definitely got a good fit and it's not too it's not constricting at all, neither was seventeen, but a little bit more breathability for sure. Great. Speaking of that, let's kind of dive into the fit of this shoe um, and just break it down from the back to the front. What did you guys think of it? What fit well? What didn't fit well? Where I mean, are you at with that? I'll just continue on what I was talking about. The fact that the Triumph does, the 18 does fit a little bit on the wider side. I have a, a normal width foot, but I like a little bit more width, especially in the toe box. And there's a good amount of room up front it's not you're not going to be swimming in it but there is definitely a little bit more room so those people with narrow feet either need to snug the shoe down um or just be aware of that the heel and the mid the midfoot was also a hair wider but as long as you snug the laces down you're fine and the heel was fairly average um i didn't have to lace lock the shoe until later so the lockdown was actually pretty decent for me and like super plush it's a it's a this is a neutral plush cushion shoe and the upper they definitely made that super comfortable there's a lot of cushioning back here in the uh in the heel area for me what do you guys think yeah definitely uh well i'm a half size up for the viewers out there so i actually i agree with uh with matt over there um i think overall it does run a little on the wide side um i just locked it down and put a heel lock on and i was okay um, so I feel like my interpretation of fit might be slightly altered, mainly because of the size differential. Yeah. Yep. Um, overall, I mean, it was nice. Like, there's a lot of cushioning, like you said. Like, it's a premium daily trainer, and there's padding, like, everywhere. And it still breathes pretty well, and it's kind of uh, – it feels a little bit more stable than what you would initially think, like you were saying. Like, you would think that this would be just, like, something that – I don't know, like you feel like it would be like a high stack, you're unstable, you're not able to keep your footing. That's more into the ride later, but even in the upper, it's still pretty secure overall as long as you cinch it down. And I had zero irritation or anything. It breathed very well. So. Yeah, I thought, I thought that the, some of the, the nice things about this upper were found in the forefoot because it is a little bit wider, and they, they kind of did the toe guard a little bit differently than some other shoes. Um, where for those who can see it, I'm showing it, but on the lateral and medial side, the inside and the outside of the shoe, you can kind of see like the rubberized part of, of the toe guard. Um, and then it almost softens at the tip of the toes, but it has this kind of on the side of the toes, it has a little bit more structure and a little bit more stability. Whereas right in the front where you could get some irritation, it's softer, um, which I, I actually appreciated quite a bit. And for all of the the mesh uppers I've seen, this one's really uh, stretchy in a in a really nice way. It in the way that the grooves are cut into it, it stretches really well from a kind of lengthening and shortening from the front to back. But it it doesn't give too much laterally, so it doesn't kind of make it too. You don't get a lot of slippage through the forefoot. So I appreciated the way that that the upper was built, and I would say just in general this year's fitting for Saucony with the form fit and then uh, their endorphin series. The whole, the whole year has been really good in terms of fit, a good amount of volume through the toe box, but a really good lockdown in the midfoot. The connected tongue is really nice and not irritable. And sometimes connected tongues can be problematic because they just lock the tongue and you can't adjust things, but this one it was nice and could move well. Um, so I appreciate it a lot about the fit. 
as well. Really no, no complaints. Really good comment. Oh, actually, on that, by the way, is the like booty construction connection with the uh, with the tongue is actually really nice, and uh, really it really helps this prevent the tongue from slipping. That hasn't that most companies have been doing pretty good with that recently, but this tongue it works works really. That booty construction works super well. Yeah, and the laces actually have some stretch to them, which is kind of cool. Like I was just going to comment on the laces that I don't like them, but you should go first. You don't like them? Hey, no, you should this. go first, though. I like them. Yeah, because well, cause I'm a half size up. I was able to kind of like pull it and really kind of like cinch it down and then just tighten it in that stretched out, uh, in that stretched out way, I guess, like. I would pull it apart and then tie it down and then it wouldn't settle in. Like if that makes sense. It wouldn't constrict on the top of your foot. Yeah. So like if you look uh, for the viewers out there, like there's a good amount of play to that thing. And yeah. so like, that's what I would do is I would pull it and then tighten it and then tie it while it was on stretch. And then it just like locked right in. But. Uh, I I just, I just found them annoying, but that's that's all. You can change laces; it's fine. <laughs> I want to hear why 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 did you not like that? Because hearing different, I found that it, you know. We'll say that again. Hearing different opinions is always really important, right? Because we all have different feet, different preferences, right? So I, I'm really excited to actually hear that. So I want to hear why. Right, it's not really a big deal, right? You know, like the but but when I'm tying when I was tying the laces, I would have to. I had to retime a couple times just to actually get it right. Cause I felt like if I tied it too tight, I would, I would have locked that out a little bit, but then it would be easy to tie it too loose. So I, they there was almost just too much give where I, I could, there's, there is a lot of play in the laces. So I, I just found it strange to find that right lockdown with it, but I heard not a big I had zero choice. I had to lock it down. So that's a good point. So order a half size up if you want to enjoy the laces. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> let's, let's transition forward. Let's look at, you know, this midsole. We have the Power Run Plus midsole, um, which is on the heavier end of their foam compounds, but also quite soft and bouncy too. So what was your experience running in this shoe in terms of the ride? Um, some things you like, some things that you didn't like. I, I really liked the ride of the shoe. It does, for me, I have to test the shoe, how it feels immediately as you put it on and then as you warm up into the run. And yeah, this shoe is a little nippy. Once you pick your legs up though, the foam responds really nicely. And I was really surprised I was actually able to do a lot of up-tempo or tempo runs in, the, in this shoe that I did not expect to be able to do. And that's just because this foam has so much balance to it. The uh, ride as well, this is kind of that borderline, the way a lot of trainers are going, this is a borderline maximalist shoe given how much stack there is and how the cushioning is. And they did the bevel so well, at least for me personally, that like uh, th that, that posterior lateral bevel is really nice. The landings are really nice and smooth. The toe off, there's still some, it's a little stiffer, but there's still some flexibility here. And I don't feel the toe spring, it just like moves off really well. So I, I really like the ride. And I don't know if it's the way the sole was set up, but this was a lot more stable than I expected. And to me, this was actually more stable than the Hurricane 22, which I did not like. And it uses the same compound. So I found this to be a stable and fast. And while it feels heavy when you put it on, as soon as you put some force into the ground, 
it it can move. And I was again, it's a, it's a it's a trainer. It's not a racing shoe unless you could use this definitely as a marathon shoe for those of you who need a little bit more. But for me personally, this is a trainer that had the option to pick it up just a little bit, which was very surprising. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of that. I think the Power Run Plus midsole is nice. It's definitely bouncy. It has a little bit more pop to it than I thought it would have had. Um, it definitely took some time to break in and get used to for me, though. I remember sending you guys that message on the first day, like, I don't know if I like this that much, guys. Like, But it actually it grew on me a lot more with each run. Like, after, like, three runs and, like, I finally kind of got attuned to it and, like, my cadence, everything, I felt normal to run into the, with the shoe, it actually did really well. And I actually, um, for the viewers that don't know, I just moved to Santa Barbara, and so I was running on an area out here, and then I accidentally got on a Strava leaderboard, like, on this segment, because, like, the road just happened to pick up, but this had a lot of pop to it, and the pace... Oh, break. And, no, <laughs> but no, but it responded really well to the pace. That's, that's where I'm going with this. Yes. But once it was put to the pavement, it actually kind of took off, and I never really, like, thought that it could in those first few runs that I did with it and so yeah i actually was pleasantly surprised i think the heel is pretty stable overall the forefoot's good it's got a snappy toe off but it's not aggressive by any means um i think just because i'm a half size up i think that midfoot felt a little awkward but if i was in nine and a half and i locked it down like i normally would i think it would have been fine yeah i'm curious to hear your yeah. different thoughts What's that? Nathan, I think you had some different thoughts, right? No, I, I liked it too. So, I mean, this, I, if you guys listen to our surprise shoe of the year, this was my, at the time, this was like my shoe that was surprising me the most. And the thing that was surprising me, which was only after two runs, right? And I, I had said that that was potential bias, right? Because I, I was just testing it, was um, at that point I had brought it through all the paces and I was just on a casual run, but there was a train coming. So I had to like beat the train. And so I picked up the pace and started really just to beat the train. I was going pretty fast um, for me. And I was uh, the bounce of the foam. Once you put, once you put some effort into it, I was very surprised at that. Um, I was, it was also interesting. I was testing this shoe at the same time that I was testing um, the Mizuno Wave Sky Wave Knit 4. Um, so kind of these two heavier premium trainers. And so they, those are, in my opinion, two very different shoes. Um, but they both had one thing in common. They're both, you know, higher stack with a lot of softness to their, to their midsole um, in comparison to some other things. And I, it, it definitely made me think about kind of some of the studies that are out there that show what it, what happens when we run on softer surfaces. Um, and so I don't even, I, sorry that I can't cite my source perfectly. Maybe one of you guys can fill in the blanks, but there was a study that showed that when people would run on something like sand, that's way softer and maybe a little bit more unstable, the amount of excursion that goes through the joints above that surface, like your, your knees and your hips decreases to try to stabilize the movement. So, you know, I, I definitely was noticing through testing um, both this and the other uh, high cushion shoe at the same time, a lot more demand on, on my feet 
um, kind of to stabilize on the platform because they are a little bit softer and a little bit more plush. Um, but uh, again, just going back, going back to this shoe, um, I, I agree with Matt in terms of the, the bevel on, on this shoe. I liked it a lot more than the one on the Ride 13, even though I really liked that shoe too. But this is just a little bit more gradual. And that in combination with the softer foam allowed it to kind of not push the foot one way or another, but it allowed it to kind of float underneath really well. Yeah, and the foam is super bouncy. Toe off is really nice. I did find that on my longest runs with them, you know, over 15 miles, um, I could feel the weight by that point. When I, If I was putting in some longer longer effortful runs on longer slow runs it wasn't a problem but if it was a long effortful run um it wasn't my you could feel the weight at that point for some shorter efforts though like we talked about it it has the bounce to to kind of respond and, and do well um so I had, that those kind of my thoughts i had a very similar experience where longer runs you could definitely feel it and it was like it just in that like eight to twelve mile range it was perfect where it just had enough bounce to keep you going before you got tired. And a lot of those 8 to 12ers where things started to pick up toward the end, but kind of once you went beyond that, it, it, you could start to fatigue a little bit just from the weight. So it's, it's a happy shoe. You guys are studs. on it, but yeah, there's a little weight to it. Totally. You guys are studs because I got tired at round 10. <laughs> I could feel it like I could feel it like 9-10 is when I could start feeling it getting heavy on my feet. That is yeah. the challenge, and I know we're going to sound spoiled here, but we test a lot of shoes here, and switching back and forth between something that's like 11, 12 ounces and then going something like six ounces to test out yeah. on easy runs can be a little bit of a shock to the system because you're like, oh, wow, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, okay, and it, it takes some time to get used to of switching that much. I think yeah. it did too. I think I went from like a seven or an eight ounce shoe yeah. to this one, and I was just like, oh, man. A little shell shock. That's why, and that's why it's nice, you know, we should maybe someday we can talk about um, testing protocols and standardized, you know, wear testing, but taking a shoe and bringing it through the same strides that you bring another shoe in the same category. And so having a, a casual long run day, having a fart lick day, having a, a, a moderate distance tempo day, a lactate threshold day, you know, to, to bring the shoe through the same paces that the other shoes are being brought through independent of the other shoes um is important because otherwise you're just totally thrown off because yep. this shoe could feel not that heavy to someone who's never ran in the razor three but then you run in your razor threes for like your 10 mile run and then take these out the next day and you're gonna be like this thing's a brick but in reality it's not a brick hmm. um it's it's a really nice shoe and i i think a lot of people um who really appreciate that softer feel underneath. Um, the, in my, I should say it this way. In my opinion, this is like a premium trainer done right. Yeah. You know, it's, it is heavier, but the foam is, is it all fun set. to run in. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun to run in. It's protective. Um, and the geometry is built really well. So I, I found too, that this was way more stable than I expected given kind of the, the the cushion of the foam i i expected it to be a little bit rough um stability wise but i i think that what we're learning more you know the more that a shoe can pr provide a smooth transition from heel through the midfoot and toe off 
the more stable it can be even without, you know, those stability mechanisms built in. So this is, in my opinion, a premium trainer done right, you know, comes in more expensive, $150 realm or whatever, but um, it's going to last a long time. So we should jump to durability, but Matt, what do you got? A quick comment. What, what Nathan mentioned, and we've talked about this a little bit, is that the concept of stability shoes, and if you want to also hear this, listen to my talk with Simon, as uh, Simon Bartold as well, is that the concept of stability shoes and the ideas of how people are doing, how they did stability, really needs to thrown out. I mean, my greatest example is to me, the Hurricane, while it's a great shoe, I did not find that very stable. That's a that's a that's the stability version of the shoe, and I found the the Triumph to be more stable for me. And so the geometry, the way the shoe is set up, there's a lot more that you can do besides just posting, right? It's the geometry of the shoe, how it flows, where you put flexibility, all this kind of component contribute to the stability. You don't just need to have a post to make this a stable shoe. Um, and that's something we'll we'll also be talking about. But this is a great example of that. the way they've set the write up. It's not going to irritate people's arches, but it's still a surprisingly stable shoe for how much soft foam is there. But to jump into durability, mm-hmm. um, the Power on Plus, this stuff is durable, right? It's it's It has some weight to it, but it, this stuff is going to last. And like I said earlier, I apologize that I don't have my pair on me right now, but after like 80 plus miles, I was barely making a dent in the outsole. So the outsole, is, it, there's some, this shoe will last a while. I think you'll get your money's worth out of it, for sure, at least for me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, durability is awesome. I don't, I haven't shown any wear on mine yet. Everything looks good from the outsole to the midsole. Power Run Plus, I could see this going for longer probably than industry standard. Oh, yeah. uh, the shoe is crazy durable. I mean, I don't think there's any problems there. And the balance, I don't think the balance is going to leave. I mean, do we know what kind of foam compound it is? It looks like an expanded like TPU to me, but I don't know. That to be honest, I don't know. Nathan, do you know? I think we have it in an email hidden somewhere. Yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to look it up. <laughs> but it's it reminds me a lot, and this is like like a better, more responsive boost almost, if that yep. makes sense. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have no complaints of durability either. It's it's great. Uppers uppers looking awesome. Yeah. Uh, the the foam itself doesn't feel any. It it hasn't flattened out or anything. It's it's looking good. Outsole, outsole looks great. Matt, how's your outsole? I like I said, I even on the left foot is where I really tear stuff up, and I think even at eighty miles, I barely I've got like a little. This is Regina's pair but I barely got somewhere right here, even after 80 miles. So it's, it's doing really well. That's really good. Awesome. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So now we're into our segment. Uh, If the shoe were blank, what would it be and why? And in light of the return of the NBA playoffs, um, much to Matt's dismay because he doesn't (laughs) – I think the only basketball player he knows is Michael Jordan, who he's met, you said, right, which is cool. (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, but we're gonna. Well, what we're gonna choose to do is if uh, the Saucony Triumph 18 were a current 2020 uh, bubble playoff team, who would it be? And which team would it be, and why? Does anybody have an answer yet? I do. I do have my answer. We talked about it before the show, tiny bit. I, I just we just said that this was our question, yeah, but I do yeah. have my. So answer. Been, I've been trying oh. to think about it while we're also doing the review. Hmm. So I'm hesitant to give this answer because I don't think any can anything can totally encapsulate how amazing this uh, team is. Um, but that's not why I'm using it. The Milwaukee Bucks is going to be my <laughs> selection, which is my that's my hometown team, right? Um, but the reason I'm going to choose them is not for the whole team in general, but for three players for uh, Brooke Lopez, Rolo, Robin Lopez, and Pat Connaughton. So you got these two bigger bruisers that are like down in the paint, working hard. Um, they're brothers. They just trade off and they just get work done. If you haven't seen a modern day Neanderthal, you can go check out uh, Rolo. But um, anyway, and then uh, Pat Connaughton has, I think he has the highest vertical of anyone in the NBA. Oh, really? So this is a, yeah, this is a pretty, he was in the dunk contest and everything this year. So I'll pick him or I'm picking the bucks. Cause you know, this has, she has a bounce to it. And then the Lopez twins. Yeah. The Lopez twins. <laughs> I have actually a pretty similar thought behind my choice as well. And that was kind of like when you, we, I was like, oh, Milwaukee wouldn't be a bad choice. But I'm actually going with uh, mainly because of two players and like the leaders of this team are both of these guys. Um, I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Clippers uh, mainly because I think of a team, they don't really rely on like super fast, small guards or anyone like that. They, they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are kind of like their guys and neither of them are small and but they're they're big but they and they can move and they can block and do everything there but they're also really quick as well and they can get it popping pretty quick so nice that's my pick matt oh gosh i hope i'm doing this right uh the only couple teams that i know one of which i'm gonna the the blazers make me think of this shoe mostly because i'm part i'm from portland and then the other reason is when I tried the Triumph in the past, not the 17, the uh, many, 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 many generations ago back when I was in PT school, I hated it. And I never reviewed it because I hated it so much. And it sucked and it was terrible. And I feel like, no offense to the Blazers, but when I lived in Portland, they did not do a very good job and they made me very disappointed and I stopped watching basketball. But as soon as I left Portland, they started doing super well. And now they're actually a great team. They're doing really, really well. So that makes me think of the Triumph where this shoe is, is really awesome now. And it's been definitely like a top shoe of the year. So I have to give it to the Blazers um, for this. It would, it would really help if I had their, their colorway, not purple. It's not perfect. I think Damian Lillard would appreciate you uh, making those comments. Okay. You would. <laughs> but, but every once in a while, I do check in, and they, they seem to be doing very, very well So like, right now. So i, I got to give them props for really turning things around since I was there many, many years ago. So good job on them. And I'll be uh, – yeah. Let's hope they can take down the Lakers. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Defense the Lakers. All right. 
Do you guys have any closing thoughts on these? Do you have any recommendations? I feel like we, we should keep adding, we should add that section in. Yeah, we should. Recommendations. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. For me, I mean, I don't know why this is, it might just be my own mechanics because lately I've been having like a little bit of instability in the midfoot for some weird reason uh, on multiple shoes I'm noticing, but mostly most softer shoes usually. Um, but if they could like cinch down or like lift that up or do something to stabilize that midfoot a little better, I think that would be good. But then I'm also a half size up, so I don't know if I would have had that problem if I was in my right size. That's a great, that's a good point. Nathan, what, any recommendations that you have? Besides changing the laces, which I'm a big proponent for, no. Um, I do think they could thin out the upper more. I, I don't, it's, it's really, it is a really nice upper, but it is still thick. And on the hot days, I could, it was warm. No blistering, no issues with the fit. The fit is really good. I think it could just be even more, more breathable. Right. And just keep trending that direction. That'd be my biggest my biggest one for this shoe. Got it. I think now my my comment is I do like the ride. It is bouncy. And this is a personal bias that I do like shoes that are closer to the ground and a little bit firmer, usually. I would love to see them take a little weight off here. I know the current trend right now is the maximal stuff, and this this is like a borderline maximal shoe. This will easily compete with shoes like Hoka. And anybody else out there that's been big cushion shoes with this much stack height, I think we could definitely knock some weight off the upper and definitely a little bit off the sole. Although that might defeat that. The caveat is it might defeat the purpose of the shoe, which is a premium, like highly cushioned trainer. And there are shoes like the Freedom um, and the Liberty that do have a little bit less stack height that I believe use a similar material. But I would love to yep. see lightness up just. A little bit and i agree with nathan from that upper because it is still it's nice but it's still pretty thick yeah i just want them to keep the laces <laughs> <laughs> well thanks everybody for listening uh those are our thoughts about putting the Saucony triumph 18 on your feet this is a great premium trainer that they put out this year um definitely worth checking out if you're someone who likes kind of that way more cushion underneath a lot of protection and a bouncy feel to it um and it's and it's relatively stable for a neutral shoe so um you have a lot of check boxes that could be worth uh checking it out um thank you so much for listening again if you would like to support what we're doing you can follow us on our podcast docs of running virtual roundtable. You can subscribe to our YouTube page and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and check out our website for all of our reviews and our conversations on rehabilitation, footwear science, et cetera, et cetera. So glad you guys chose to listen to this. Uh, leave us your feedback below and let us know what other kind of questions you have. Thank you for watching. <laughs>